Welcome to Anchor.fm by Spotify, the home of BF Podcast. I am your host, Sharon Gully. Welcome, everyone, and as always, we're so very happy to have you here. We have a very special guest today, the incredible Lisa Caprelli. Lisa was born and raised in El Paso, Texas, and now resides in Orange County, California. She is a speaker, songwriter, and award-winning author of the Unicorn Book Series and Unicorn Jazz. She has authored 16 books and produced music videos for children, and Lisa is also the producer and director of Unicorn Jazz Presents The Thing I Do, a kid's show in Amazon on Amazon TV. Being inspired by Sesame Street and with her kids' multimedia brand Unicorn Jazz, where kids can send in their own video content and music and talent to be a part of the show. How incredible is that, everyone? Lisa Comprelli is here with us today, and let's welcome Lisa, everyone. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Saren. <laughs> oh, such a pleasure to have you here. You are such an amazing lady. It is so very nice to meet you and be able to, to finally get a chance to speak with you about all the wonderful work you do with and alongside children. And it's an honor to have you here on Be A Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you are from sunny El Paso, Texas. Whatever I am. Made, whatever made you decide to move to California? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, growing up in the desert and growing up in a border town, um, I am Hispanic. Um, so I come from a large Latin family. And, you know, growing up, I was the, my sisters and I, my, you know, we were the first generation to go to college. And uh, it meant a lot to my grandmother to get an education and go far. And, and we always were encouraged to do more, be more. And Growing up, I always felt like there was more to, to you know, where I grew up. I, I always, of course, dreamed of uh, seeing the ocean. And, and today I'm so blessed to live five blocks from the ocean in Huntington Beach. Um, and I, I, take, I don't take for granted a single day with all the opportunities I've been blessed with. I've lived here in Southern California for 20 years now. Uh, I moved here when I was 30 and uh, the, that gives my age away. And um, it, I became an entrepreneur and then have, I've had different businesses. I've helped over 150 LCEOs and brands, you know, market and build up their business with my background through the years. And then three years ago, 2018, I decided to change my life and do what I want, loved and what my God-given purpose was. And that was to create more books, utilizing my gifts of writing. I often say growing up, my only voice was on paper. I was shy, like my character, Unicorn Jazz, in my Unicorn Jazz book series. And, and I was able to um, spearhead my own brand of Unicorn Jazz, which is more than books. It's, it's, a, it's been described as a movement where we inspire kids to believe, create, and smile. And, and uh, I, I'm so honored that I get to go into uh, elementary schools, um, whether it's virtual or in person, and speak to the entire school about the importance of imagination, dreaming big, teamwork, kindness, and um, doing and developing the interest with the things you love. Um, I have an Amazon TV show that we created since the pandemic called Unicorn Jazz, presents the thing I do. I'm so proud of it because so many kids, adults, teachers came together to lend their talent um, using a video back-to-back -back format. And I grew up with Sesame Street. So for me, it was kind of like a modern take on what we could do, bringing 
our puppets to life for my characters, Unicorn, Jazz, and Tracy And for your listeners, I'm holding up some puppets to Sharon here. <laughs> <They're> um, adorable. <laughs> and green screen that we use. You know, I teach the kids who are excited about how to create um, a show. How do you use YouTube? And all these things that, again, you and I didn't grow up with that because you and I are older than Google and YouTube. And kids are growing up with this innovation and technology. So I love bringing it back to full circle for them to continue and to develop interest in careers that are probably going to be new careers by the time they grow up and utilizing what their skill set. Because the reason I chose the name Unicorn Jazz is like, we're unique, unicorn. We're all supposed to be different. And I, and I wish that I was celebrated for being unique and different growing up because I often felt like I was out of place. So I didn't belong, which is, is in the first story. Uh, the reason why I made Unicorn Jazz, the, the, the plot line where Unicorn Jazz moves to a new land in search of new friends. She feels like she doesn't belong. The horses say she doesn't look like a horse because she only has one horn, they have two. And you know the geckos say, you can't play I didn't speak. And, and so you know how many of us in life yes. feel like maybe we don't belong? Maybe we don't feel worthy and we need someone to believe in us. And she, we introduced both the crow in the first book um, who's her friend who believes in her. And I tell people, maybe someone believed in you, a teacher, professor, a grandparent. Hey, maybe you believe in someone. And we all need this to make the world go around, share happiness and kindness. And really, if we're all doing what we love and we're happy, we're going to make those around us thrive and prosper. Yes. And that is incredible. You're so passionate. And I love that about you. And I want to take, the, take a moment here and mention your book, Skip a Step. I love this book. And I find it so supportive to young entrepreneurial minds and it's so needed. Can you share the amazing story behind this book you researched and published? Yeah, so I went on a two and a half year quest uh, interviewing different notable entrepreneurs and leaders and uh, 12 made the book and my story is chapter 13 about uh, what makes for happiness and meaning. And I wanted to, again, inspire entrepreneur minds young at heart, whether they're a kidpreneur, a teen and college and grownups love it because maybe, you know, people want to uh, start their own business idea and maybe they're afraid to take the chance. Should they do it? So in all these stories that I've interviewed some inter- you know, notable entrepreneur leaders about what was their struggle, what was their triumph, there was common denominators I found. One was you know, it's important to create, to create brings happiness, um, to build a team that people are more important than money, relationships are more rewarding and connection. And I, I, I realized that there was not one person that I met or interviewed that just made it to the top, made a lot of money, and it was just a piece of cake, said no one ever. <laughs> and oftentimes, there was story after story of someone's challenge and and struggle that really made their determination and their passion become the wherewithal and motivating factors of their life. And the same for me, I, I have story of challenges myself, like we all do. Yes. And when you focus on what you can do versus what you can't do, that's always available. Um, people believing in you and, and just never giving up. And, and you eventually, as an entrepreneur, you will thrive and you're gonna make mistakes. And, and, and but you have to be willing, willing to weather those storms if that's Amen. something you're passionate about. Absolutely, amen. 
Now your new season just started this summer, I believe. Yeah, I just came um, out last week um, unic- on Amazon TV. If you type in Unicorn Jazz Presents the Thing I Do, you could see it on your TV or, or computer, mobile devices. Um, it's five short episodes, uh, back-to-back content. We did that quick because we, we all have uh, shorter attention spans, especially children, uh, where we have the puppets, a, a puppet-led game show by uh, Trey Zeke, who's the zebracorn, this black and white <laughs> character, as, as I'm showing here on screen. And for you listeners, you could see us on social media. Um, by the way, Trey Zeke is played by my son, who is a nurse. He's 30 years old, and he's super funny. To, I mean, people can't get enough of Trey Zeke, including <laughs> me, mom. And um, we have Unicorn Jazz, of course, come to life in puppets, and, and we have um, toys, and, and we have, you know, talks of, of um, getting an animation series. We, I continue to spread the word, and for me, Unicorn Jazz is, I want it to be a household name, like Hello Kitty, you know, Mickey Mouse, Unicorn Jazz, and, and Friends. I believe there was 200 children and adults involved in this. How yeah, amazing was that? I know so many people to thank. It's just nonstop behind the scenes, the editors and and people that champion the idea of let's bring happiness to kids, especially during the pandemic and beyond. And for me, it was a way to get out of bed, not focus on the doom and gloom of what we know the pandemic can and has brought. It was a way to focus on an idea with with people helping and the laughter that behind the scenes when we put together puppets and, and we taught people how to use the green screen and and how did then I wrote songs and then we made a music video. So it was always like, how could we do more? And, and um, it's, it was a definitely, it's been a lot of work and, and it's nothing comes easy, but we have a formula now for the show and it's easy for people that want to share in their thing they do. Like they, they'll say, and we spotlighted on social media, not everything makes the show, but it's still people feel like they want to belong to something that's bigger than them. Of course, we're imparting wisdom to younger children who are our future. Absolutely. Now, I know you've had to think outside the box a little <laughs> bit with this pandemic thing. How has that affected you in the process of going to the schools and, and, and being yeah, able thinking to... outside? Oh, my gosh. Well, again, before the pandemic, I was being invited to school after school, tour after tour. And people would love the presentations, getting kids excited about imagination, literacy, reading, writing, what, how they can you know, use their skill sets in many ways. And, and the pandemic hits, all my tours stop. And I, again, that's one of the reasons I started this show is one, I had the time to give and help and using my media background. And two, um, I started reaching out to the schools and then, you know, thanks to social media, people tell people and um, then I went on a virtual tour and I actually brought some of the kids that are on uh, the Unicorn Jazz show, kids like Emily Isabel, Broadway singer, uh, actor singer Rick Drennan and other kids. And they tell yes. other kid talent, you know, and so sometimes I would bring them on my virtual author visit presentations because thanks to technology, which many of us figured out, we could include them, whether they're in New York or North Carolina, or I'm here in California. And for me, it was like giving children a fun, entertaining, and, and entertaining and educational experience. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. it really, it changed my life because I, you know, we all are th- um, wired for human connection. You know, my background in social psychology is we, we are all wired for connection. And, and the pandemic was such a pivotal time. We are never going to forget, right? Absolutely. Um, and to me, it was important to create a sense of community 
it was important that I did that with my sisters. We meet on the weekly Zoom. Um, it, I, I say to other thought leaders like yourself, like, hey, let's, let's help each other rise. Let's be the leaders of happiness. And so the days then, you know, from having all this time and change went to maximum being filled in <laughs> with, yes. you know, and uh, for me that, that, of course, if, if you're happy, it's going to pour over into others. And that's what I have been able to do. Absolutely. I call it the spiritual movement. It's right. where it brings all the love, all the love that everybody has together to help everyone. You know, and I, I feel like a lot of times it helps me as well because I just love people and I yeah. love to hear about their journey and their story. And it's so exciting for me. So it uplifts me when I get to meet incredible people such as you. Yeah, um, same here. Absolutely. I often say the opposite of being selfish is to help and give back. We actually now have a book coming out called Help and Give Back with, you know, Corn Jazz with art showing ways people can help and, and give. And, and so you're not like, so focused on yourself and the worries of what's going on. We all have that, but spending that time in a positive way. And so for me, yes. I, I champion other people to help. We do book donations for different nonprofit charities, children's hospital, an orphanage, an LA food bank. Wow. And again, it's, it's juggling that time. But like you said, uh, connecting with other people is what makes the world go round. And Yes. you know, knowing I have a podcast today and one this afternoon and then tomorrow. And then, you know, yes. I'm going to be doing a school visit in the next day. And all this now, you know, fills up the time with the things that I do in a positive way. And it's, it's, it's an incredible mindset that you can give yourself by helping others. And, and by helping others, you're helping yourself. Like absolutely absolutely and i'm glad you mentioned uh emily isabel because uh she's such a lovely young lady <laughs> and uh yes I, I know she sings and you the two of you have co-written songs together haven't you she sings them um she's contributed to some of the songs um she's singing yeah. she has sang three on our uh children's song album and She's will be the voiceover of God willing for some animation. Um, she comes on me with sometimes at business meetings for licensing our characters. She's gotten to know the brand well, and and it, it, thanks to her and her mom, of course, it great, takes a great mom like like Emily um, has in Victoria. They're out in New York that believes mm -hmm. in the hard work and giving back stage wow. that we're in instead of like what's in it for me and I am just overjoyed and and I you know my I made I named a new character that's the panda after Emily we're called panda M and and you know we want to make a puppet and stuffed animal and, and for me I always like how can I help you for helping me even though there was never that expectation yes. uh but these are these are the children I get to work with that have talent that have incredible work ethic and, and have a heart of compassion I just, I just realized like they're going to grow up and I'm going to get to see their journey, you know, and, and, and work alongside them championing their success and what they want to do. And because I do have a marketing background, I, I'm still, I always start helping other people. Like, you know, you could do this, or here's a little graphic for you, or you were on this podcast, here's this. And, and, and to me, why would I not lend my gift? And that's one of the things I believe in, lend your gifts out. Don't, always make it like tit for tat what's in it for me once I started letting go of, of what's in it for me and what can I give to other people it's 
it's really a blessing. And, and as we know, God has designed our lives. Our lives are meant to be given away. Amen. Absolutely. And I so love your statement about being humble. I understand that one very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You've done so much. Your platform is just edutainment in every way. There is entertainment for kids, but there is shared social dynamics, reading skills, uh, love for our planet, uh, with book writing, publishing, marketing, branding, TV shows, broadcasting, and you're translating your books now into Spanish, and so much more. I have to ask you, how does all of this come together in your (laughs) mind in a run of, well, no, let's say there is only 24 hours in a day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I often say we all get the same 24 hours, just because you're busy doesn't mean it's more important than my busy, you know, um, it's really about balance. And, and in my chapter 13 of Skip a Step, I came up with the philosophy that I'm often interviewed on about balancing life. And, you know, how do you do it? Again, there's no manual for us as we adults and grow up. Um, and so I believe that there's five areas of life that we all can fuel. And based on where we're at, it's important to be aware of them. So they're family, friendship, career, connection, and adventure. What fuels me is going to fuel you differently or someone else listening to this or their partner and their kids. But when you're aware of what fuels that, what makes you happy in those areas of life and you contribute to that and you realize like you can't say no to every volunteer project or your family's going to suffer, your work's going to suffer on your own adventure, what you like to do. So it's realizing what you can say yes to take your time on. Obviously, if you're young and out of college, maybe you are going to work more and that has going to be fuller. Uh, Again, I think almost every entrepreneur has been a workaholic at some point. Um, And I had my years of working too much where my home life suffered. Um, I wasn't happy with my own, um, you know, hobbies and interests. So I find that if you balance these, not that there's a perfect formula. It's not. It's yours to figure out the day you die and and balance that as a week by week, day by day basis. I feel that you will minimize your losses and struggles when you balance your life across these paths, family, friendship, career, connection, and adventure. I say that because I've seen it through other people's eyes in, in the amazing people I, I've worked with in my own life. And I often say, you know, we all know loss is inevitable and change is inevitable. Suffering is inevitable, inevitable. Happiness is a choice. And for someone that, for people that put all their, time into their relationship and they maybe neglect their family maybe neglect themselves and that relationship goes away for whatever reason um where you know those people become a wreck and i don't i don't you know i'm encouraging happiness to all as much as we can so how but if you created a fellowship of friends if you put time and love into your family they're going to be there for you and i find that for me i need to balance my time across all hats because I'm one of those people as an empathetic and compassionate person that I thrive on receiving love as much as I give it. But if you're just giving your time and energy to just one area of your life, it's, I, I just don't know how it's going to be possible to stay to get back on track. Right. And, and rise, right. Cause yeah. nobody wants to be in the Valley forever. You want to rise. We want to thrive and we want to prosper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when we're in a mission to help others. Um, you definitely want to continue to keep moving forward. Uh, I got to ask you, uh, teachers, schools, and organizations bring you in to engage 
um, as an engagement piece, right? To yes. engage with, with their children that are yes. there. Yeah. How do they yes. work with you and uh, bring your books and your lessons and videos to the classroom? Yeah, question. You know, most of them, 99%, let me lead the, the presentation to make it an experience. I have a whole packet. I've done it many times. They, I want to encourage Q&A from the students. So I typically in about a 45 minute session, whether it's in person or virtual experience, I will, you know, group the grades of like, for example, grades K to one and then one to two, grades one to two, depending on what the school has. We break it up because I obviously the maturity level for each uh, group of eight of kids is going to be different. So I always say, allow me to help you work with the, the librarian principal or teachers. And then um, I will read some of my stories and I, I never have, I, I, I'll go by raising hand who wants to read Unicorn Jazz or I See You Choosing Kindness and I kind of let the kids kind of vote on that. Um, some of the upper grade kids sometimes may think they're too mature until I start explaining with behind the scenes of how it works, how we make the videos and how we make the YouTube, how we use green screen. And then they get excited about reading them because again, I like reading, adults love the books too. And then so it's getting in the mindset of, of again, an adult created this, my illustrator alongside with me. And that knowing that one day as they get older, they're going to hopefully be created in different areas or, or lead or follow other great people doing great work in the world. And so it's, that's where they get excited about it, the music, the art. Um, in the Thing I Do book, it's about celebrating, you know, what, that we're all different and we all have different interests. And at the end, it says, what is the thing you do? And then children raise their hands. And I, I like science. I like painting. I like, and I just say, yes, keep doing that. Keep doing that. <laughs> and, and getting them excited because of, again, growing up and it, you and I came from an age where there was just more traditional careers, or we were, we were encouraged to do something that's going to make a lot of money. Don't do the artist thing. You know, that's very hard. Or, well, what would have happened if someone came in saying you should do the things you love or maybe do both. Right. Absolutely. And, and because I was never encouraged to be a, an author, I was never encouraged to be an artist, which I've grown up and loved doing. And I, I became that anyway. So, um, <laughs> and I look at it as, as, you know, just being that inspiration for the children and, and then encouraging parents because sometimes the parents are the ones that are pushing their kids to do something a certain way. And, we're all driven. We all have a different DNA code. I, I have a friend that has King Tuplets, five kids, obviously wow. born at the same time. All, you know, boys and girls, they, they don't look alike. They all became five different professions <laughs> they're, they're out of college. You know, so my point is we are all wired differently and, and it's okay. We're supposed to be, or maybe we change yes. in life. Maybe we borrow other people's experiences. That's called teamwork. And I just like people to look outside themselves and look at the perspective of and the viewpoint of other people and supporting what they like to do. And then we can all come together. And that's what the thing I do show is about is there's those talented musicians. I'm not singing. I didn't have all the roles in, in my own show. I was like wanting other people who are experts or enjoy doing that. And, it, and you, when you see the show series, you see that people are excited about what they lend their talent to in sharing with the world for the greater good. Absolutely. And I think what you and everyone do is doing is just incredible. Um, tell me, what does the rest of 2021 look like for you? Yeah, well, it's um, I'm more now the school's back in session. I want to go on more virtual school tours. 
in 2022 and beyond. I know the vision ahead for Unicorn Jazz and, and the, the children we, we get to um, inspire and represent will be traveling you know, all over the world. And, and you know, things will get to a new normal. And for me, that's what's exciting. That's what gets me out of bed is that purpose. I often say purpose is an incredible alarm clock. And knowing that there's children all over the world, I get to speak to as many as I can and, get, and write as many books and, and you know, I, I just know like there's, I don't want to retire. I want to keep doing this for the rest of my life and create something, create a legacy, if you will. And um, I have already these younger kids that could take over, you know, and, <laughs> and when I teach them the importance of giving back, I didn't know this was going to be my life. I have, you know, for a girl who grew up in, in a, in a, you know, borderland town and, and I grew up really poor and I grew up with really the odds against, um, me and in, in what I saw around me, I, I never knew this would be my life. And, and it's still just a, the beginning of this phase with the redo of the pandemic and what it's brought. It brings the true statement of life is beautiful to the center, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And, Absolutely. and the meaning and, 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 you know, the, when you are doing what you love and when you are able to change lives whether it's a few people or hundreds of people i really feel you know i i hear from god that you're meant to help millions of people and it's not me it's the team of people i just happen to be the spokesperson and i am humbled privileged honored it's a, it is a responsibility but i today god i will take that baton <laughs> i will speak <laughs> i will let other people pass it to them great teams and and we've done that in a in a small way and and, and people who get to know unicorn jazz and the work they do there they want to be part of it i mean we they want to be yeah. part of something that's greater and i invite people to yes i will take your help i will take your <laughs> introductions to schools to parents to teachers um it's 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 over joyous yeah and, and i i hope to live in you know many more decades to continue to do this absolutely and what a beautiful purpose you have it's fantastic it has been such an educating and amazing time spent with you today and Thank i have you. so enjoyed your time with us <laughs> i would love to have you back absolutely uh, anytime as a returning guest so we can find out more about your incredible journey as an empowering entrepreneur and a teacher and a speaker. Um, all of us here at BF Podcast wish you and Jazz Unicorn great success well into the future. Thank you, Sharon. Absolutely. It has been an incredible honor. Thank you. Everyone, you can read more about Lisa's amazing work and her bio at unicorn.com forward slash sound of music dash b dash everything dash you dash want dash two dash b to emily dash isabel yeah. yes and you can just also find her at unicornjazz.com uh there's so many different links to her podcast and newspaper articles and just so many wonderful interviews that she has been through. I will link all of that down in the bottom of our podcast for our listeners. You've got to stop by and just take a look at Miss Lisa Caprelli and all the amazing things she does. And I just want to say many blessings, my lovely friend. And I definitely look forward to seeing you here real soon. 
Thank you. Bye, Karen. Thanks, everyone, for listening. What an amazing lady. I hope you have enjoyed Lisa Capelli's podcast as much as I have. And as always, it is such a pleasure to have you here. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss another amazing episode. And until we speak again, much love and light, my beautiful friends. Bye, Lisa. Thank you so much. I look forward to being in touch. I'm happy to keep promoting what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you, dear. And I will definitely be promoting you as well. Oh, thank you, Sharon. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye, dear. Bye-bye.